Our psalm this morning, are, we have Psalm 85 on page 446, and Psalm 107, the first 16 verses on page 470. Well, excuse me, the first one's 446, and on Psalm 85, and Psalm 107 is on page 476. It's in the chat bar. And we're using the uh, Advent Special Morning Prayer. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh, O come let us adore him. Together the Venite. O come let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King about all gods above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 85 on page 446. Lord, thou art become gracious unto thy land. Thou hast turned away the captivity of Jacob. Thou hast forgiven the offense of thy people, and covered all their sins. Thou hast taken away all thy displeasure, and turned thyself from thy wrathful indignation. Turn us then, O God our Savior, and let thine anger cease from us. Wilt thou be displeased for at us forever, and wilt thou stretch out thy wrath from one generation to another? Wilt thou not turn again, and quicken us, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I will hearken what the Lord God will say, for he shall speak peace unto his people, and to his saints, that they turn not again unto foolishness. For his salvation is nigh them that fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall flourish out of the earth, and righteousness hath looked down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall show loving kindness, and our land shall give her increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and shall direct his going in the way. Psalm 107 O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endureth forever. Let them give thanks, 
whom the Lord hath redeemed and delivered from the hand of the enemy. And gathered them out of the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They went astray in the wilderness out of the way, and found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. So they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them forth by the right way, that they might go to the city where they dwelt. O oh, that men would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness, and declare the wonders that he doeth for the children of men. For he satisfieth the empty soul, and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being fast bound in misery and iron. Because they rebelled against the words of the Lord, and lightly regarded the counsel of the Most Highest. He also brought down their heart through heaviness. They fell down, and there was none to help them. So when they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, he delivered them out of their distress. For he brought them out of darkness and out of the shadow of death, and brake their bonds in sunder. O oh, that men would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness, and declare the wonders that he doeth for the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass, and smitten the bars of iron in sunder. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirty-fifth chapter of the book of Isaiah. The wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing, the glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the excellence of Carmel and Sharon, that they shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God. Strengthen the weak hands, and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful-hearted, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For water shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals, where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast go upon it. It shall not be found there but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, 
and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the fifth chapter of the first epistle of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you, and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good both for yourselves and for all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, 
world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at thy first coming did send thy messenger to prepare thy way before thee, grant that the ministers and stewards of thy mysteries may likewise so prepare and make ready thy way, by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at thy second coming to judge the world we may be found an acceptable people in thy sight, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son Jesus Christ came to visit us with great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. Uh, happy, what do you say? Happy third Sunday in Advent. Uh, it is the third Sunday in Advent. And I think there's a clue as to a little bit of a change in the flow here. So in our in our um, collect that we pray throughout the um, Advent, we're talking about changing us and removing um, anything that impedes us in our walk with God away from us. And so we're starting to, to move a little bit and branch out. So our collect today is asking God to make his ministers and stewards of the faith 
uh, to prepare and make ready the way by turning the hearts of the disobedient. And I think when I was growing up in the Episcopal Church, when it said ministers and stewards, I just checked myself out of there because that wasn't who I was. And so if that's kind of what you're thinking, I have bad news for you. Uh, we're all ministers and stewards of the faith. So um, this applies to all of us. So I just thought I would make that point first. I'd like, um, in Psalm 107, there's kind of a pattern I just wanted to mention um, in the psalm, and you might want to go back and look at it later, but there's like a, uh, four pictures of situations that we find ourselves in as people. We're either wandering in the wilderness, languishing in prison, enduring sickness, or tossing on a stormy sea. And um, so I just thought that that's kind of how, you know, where we are. And I remember... Um, uh, Saddleback, Chuck, uh, not Chuck Swindoll, I forget. Rick Warren said that you're either going into a, you're either coming out of a, a, a trial, into a trial, or you're just between the two trials. So it's always going to be happening. So it's just something to remember that these are our conditions. And then in the, what the psalm points out too is, is the sequence of events in these things in history. This is the history of Israel, the history of the people of God. And, and I kind of think, and it probably applies to us too, but it starts with a predicament. Um, you remember the book of Judges, they forgot the Lord and the Philistines came and oppressed them. And then they make their supplication to God. The second part is man's petition. And so they make their supplication and start crying out to God. And then comes God's pardon and, um, and uh, his saving of his people. And then at the end of that is man's praise. And uh, so those are the four parts, the predicament, the petition, the pardon, and the praise. And... Uh, problem is that after that, as you remember from the book of Judges, we whop around again and then we forget who God is. So our, 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 our job is to remember who God is in all of this. So in Isaiah, we see God's pardon in this passage, in our, in our passage today. In verse 3, it says, God restores sinking hands and weak knees. And so the promise of restoration is coming. This, this thought is quoted in Hebrews in uh, the 12th chapter and the 12th verse talks about the sinking hands and the weak knees. So I think that, uh, one of the things I thought of when I, is that the, the writers of the New Testament and the teachers of the New Testament were t really understood and tied into the Old Testament because it's all ties together and it's a complete, it's a complete story. So we're, uh, Part of the promise is the eyes of the blind shall be opened in verse 5, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped, the lame shall leap like deer, and the tongue of the, tongue of the dumb sing. And so it's important to remember that because remember Jesus' healing. Uh, the, the only person that could make these ha happen is the fulfillment of God's promise, which would be the Messiah. So Jesus uh, checks all those boxes. And so the announcement or his own uh, stamping of himself in, in, as Messiah was done in his deeds. Um, and I like the water shall burst forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. So it, it gives us the assurance that even though it might be a desert now, it can change. So this is what, what we look forward as Christians is we keep our faith and we keep steadfast and we look forward to God's um, changing in, of the world and our lives. So we see in Thessalonians, our passage, the colics reflected, especially in verses 14 and 15. Now we exhort your brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. See that no one renders evil to evil for anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for you, for you yourselves and for all. So we see some priorities in here as Christians, because we are called to live this way in uh, 
verse 16, we're told to rejoice always. And people ask me, how do I rejoice when things aren't going good? And I think when you know the end of the story, we can rejoice in the face even of tribulation because we know where we're going. Even unto death, we know, we know what our um, destination is. Pray without ceasing. And this does not mean pay, pray repetitiously or continuously without a break, but may, I think it means pray rather persistently and regularly. Uh, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. We have the prayer for trustable trustfulness, where God wants us to be thankful for all things. And so, again, when we know what the the ultimate end of the story is, it helps us to be thankful, even when it doesn't look like it's that good on the on the surface. Do not quench the spirit. The fire of God's spirit, we don't want to douse that. The believers are also instructed not to grieve the spirit. But the, the point is we're to be controlled by the Holy Spirit and walk. Do not despise prophecies, which are messages from God. So uh, when a well-recognized spokesman of God speaks, or if we read in the scriptures, uh, don't despise these things. Remember, I think two days ago or yesterday um, in Isaiah, the, the people said, uh, uh, letter by letter, word of word, precept upon precept, and they were making fun of what the prophets said. And, of course, their um, reward is not a good thing. It's not a reward. It's a judgment. Trust all things. Hold fast what is to what is good. So hang on to the good stuff. Abstain from every form of um, evil. I had a believer talk to me, uh, a fellow believer, Anglican, and they talked to me about the Advent uh, mini fast, and they were talking about how close they felt to God. And their fear was that on um, when the holiday came, when Christmas actually came, they would lose this closeness. And I think our goal is to keep the closeness, to, to be able to celebrate and walk, um, as Paul said, to be content in all things because we know who Jesus is. Since it's uh, Sunday and we're going to be moving into communion, we will um, finish with the uh, general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Nice to pray with you, my fellow uh, ministers and stewards. Have a great third Sunday in Advent. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Everybody drive carefully this morning. On Thank you. Every oh, it, it is pouring. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. Thank Have you. a lovely day, everybody. Thank you, Chris.